Hello and welcome back to the Daily Thread. Great to be back. You sound sounding much better than earlier in the week. Thank you. Yeah, I feel a little bit better. You sound a little bit better. I might be feeling a little bit better because I'm going to the Agoda convention today. Oh, that's exciting. That's very exciting. And for all those who want to see some behind-the-scenes exclusive footage, make sure to follow the Daily Thread WhatsApp account because I'll be updating on there from the Agoda convention. Also, if you want to watch the Agoda convention, that's something that we want to make you aware of. You can go to agodaconvention.org. Uh, to check out this year's Agoda Convention, Askanim, Rambanim, Gadolim. If you're part of Claudius Earl, then you should either be at the Agoda Convention or be watching the Agoda Convention because this year's theme is speaking up. And uh, thank God we have we have the the uh, Agoda Israel to help us do that. So make sure to tune in tonight, starting tonight, agodaconvention.org. It's very, very important contemporary issues I think are going to be discussed. The broad, uh, broad array uh, of issues. Um, We'll jump into our mailbox right now. Okay, uh, let's jump into the mailbox. Because, it's always good uh, stuff in the mailbox. When Abba gets talking, the mailbox <coughs> gets full. Well, it uh, depends. You know, it really not. Let me let me just say as a side note uh, that it all depends what uh, time of the day that we uh, record this. You need your so, caffeine. Yeah, if it's early in the morning and I'm and I had two cups of coffee, then I'm going to probably I'm going to say more. As a matter of fact, over the years, I've told people, do me a favor. Don't call me before noon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, wow. if you call me before noon, I'm going to be on the phone with you for a long time. So you had so, mentioned something about vaccines yesterday, and it potentially is a cause for autism and stuff like that. So we got an email from someone saying, I just want to comment on today's podcast. Okay. The notion that vaccines cause autism is a myth. The original study showed a correlation between vaccines and autism has never been replicated with the same results and has been disproven many times. Polio, on the other hand, can cause paralysis in those who are not vaccinated, and it can lead to death. You have a powerful platform. Please don't use it to spread misinformation that can cost people's lives. Well, that uh, could be uh, misinformation right there. Oh, so you know, it could be if you're if you're uh, uh, suggesting that we're indulging in misinformation, that itself is uh, disinformation. And are you taking a side on this? There's no difference between misinformation and disinformation. You're going to get yourself, they're, they're, yourself they're, in trouble. They're, they're both a lot of baloney. This whole, uh, first of all, it, uh, we were expressing uh, uh, a theory. We I wasn't were, expressing anything. No, we're not Dr. What's his name? Tony Fauci. He says, I am science. You know, yeah. we're not science. We're discussing an issue in, in certain in certain segments of the uh, medical community. Uh, it, it's certainly accepted that there are certain side effects for certain types of people. Uh, listen, there, there's, there's, uh, there's a difference of opinion. Uh, from the scientific community, we're not part of the scientific community, but there are there's segments of the medical community who believe that uh, vaccines, all kinds of vaccines, even the conventional vaccines that you gave your own kids between the ages of one month and and one year, you don't know what they got, and you don't know what effect it's going to have on them. Uh, you know, ninety nine percent of the cases is going to be perfectly fine, but we're not talking about ninety nine percent of the cases. We're talking about the one percent. And uh, while you guys, when you were babies, were all vaccinated, and your kids are, I believe, all vaccinated, mm-hmm. although I wasn't in the doctor's office with you, was with them. I know people that when their kids were very young, um, for example, they had their uh, doctors, their pediatricians, spread out the vaccines over a longer period of time so they could monitor the child's reaction to them. Another message we got was, my brother is autistic because of the MMR shot. How do they know that? I don't know. So people are, this is a very contentious issue. 
um, definitely filling up the email box. I don't think you took a specific stance on it. You just, you know, you brought it up. Of course, we're not going to use this platform to spread any misinformation at all. Um, another message we got to our WhatsApp account. I'm sure you get this all the time, but I can't <coughs> help but tell you how adorable it is to hear you and Abba Gordon every day. I am expecting and I've been really sick and pretty down, but the daily, the, this daily thread is my highlight of the day. Please tell Abba Gordon. He mamish makes me laugh. He's awesome. I wish I could get him a pudding, but Uber Eats from Chicago may be a bit expensive. Okay, so first of all, let me say that my name is not Abba. It's number one, only you. And you over there no, call I think, me Abba. I think, I think you're Abba. I am Abba, but that's not my name. I know a couple of guys named Abba, and every time I'm with them and I hear someone say Abba, I turn around. That's not your name? That's why my neck hurts me so often. You yeah? Know? I think I'm going to get you a sweat. We're going to make a sweat, a Daily Threat sweatshirt line, just Abba. Um, You're the Abba. Uh, what did I want to say about chocolate pudding? Um, from Chicago? <laughs> Pudding from Chicago. What makes you? Th- what makes our, our 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 listener think that the pudding from Chicago is better? No, I mean I don't know if that's a, a male or female person. Well, she's she's expecting, so oh, I'm guessing right. it's a female. So like I said, I don't know if it's a male or female person, but um, <laughs> um, we don't want to spread disinformation here. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you're cutting that out, right? I'm not. <laughs> I don't think I crossed the red line. In no my disinformation head. there. No disinformation. But um, I think uh, shipping chocolate pudding would be a little bit. I know this kind of chocolate pudding I was talking about has to be, it comes in a powder and you have to add water to it, has to boil, you got to put it in a cup, it has to like gel a little bit. It's a lot of work. And and that person, whoever it is, is at home. So they have time to make chocolate pudding. Okay, so you want them to make you chocolate pudding. Listen, they don't have to send me chocolate pudding, you know, uh, but uh, it's it's a nice, it's a thought that counts. uh, One more message that we got that I'll read, which is a little bit of a long one, but okay, here we go. Hey, Nachi, I love what you do, and I listen to all your podcasts, and I love the new addition to the Daily Thread. I listen to it every day on my commute to and from college. I wanted to add to your Aliyah conversation. Loved it, by the way. I grew up in the U.S. My family recently made the big move. We moved with seven kids ranging from ages of 7 to 20. Not an easy feat. I went to more yeshiva schooling, which did not speak much about or encourage Aliyah, but my parents, who went through YU schooling, always instilled in us the love and yearning for Israel. We visited often and always planned on moving. It was a matter of time, and eventually my family decided, if not now, then never. And we made the leap. We moved to Ramat Beit Shemesh, and I was in high school needing to make new friends, learn a new language. Although I would never call it easy, (coughs) I can 100% say from experience that it was a million percent worth it. There's nothing like living here, and we Baruch Shem reap the benefits every single day. Going to the Kotel whenever we feel, being surrounded by Yidin everywhere we look, walk through the streets of Yerushalayim Stone, seeing children playing in the streets with nothing like it. Baruch Hashem, we are so happy here, and we have so many friends who made the same move as us and are so happy to be here. I strongly encourage anyone considering it to take the leap. It is our homeland and and where we belong, and it's the best decision we've ever made. Well, listen, uh, we all all in agreement, I think, that uh, Eretz Yisrael is the destiny of the Jewish people, right? So now between that, uh, that sentiment being expressed mm-hmm. and getting there, there's a lot going on. So there's a lot that has to be, you know, unpacked and 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 dealt with in order to get there. And everybody has a combination of of circumstances that have to be uh, considered. But so that guy's in in Israel. That uh, that person, yeah, that person's in Israel. You know, I have I know I have a very close friend that moved to Israel about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, has five kids, also like those ages. One of his kids. I think his oldest son was 15 years old at the time, and he said he doesn't want to go. He stayed here. He stayed here. He lived by his sister's house, by the, his father's, by his aunt's house, and uh, he went to college here, and he got married. I think he lives in West Hempstead today, 
and he's a young man, and his his mother and father, uh, and their and his siblings went to live in Israel uh, about twelve years ago. Interesting. So it's that that talk about difficult decisions. That's a difficult decision. It really, it really is. Um, Bill Clinton tweeted yesterday, I've tested positive for COVID. Again? I've had mild symptoms, but I'm doing fine overall and keeping myself busy at home. I'm grateful to be vaccinated and boosted, which has kept my case mild. I urge everyone to do the same, especially as we move into the winter months. Well, Bill, we wish you a... Well, one second. When, when was he vaccinated? When was he boosted? The, the, they told us originally when we were vaccinated... The vaccine's only good for maybe a year. The vaccine's only good for a year. That's why you needed a booster. You have to have a vaccine. You have to be vaccinated on a regular basis. There's one, I just heard last night, there's one health official who's suggesting that people get a vaccine every two months. That's pretty good business for Moderna and Pfizer, you know? I wonder if it's a guy from Moderna or Pfizer recommending that, you know? Uh. I don't know. It could be if I was in that business, I'd recommend a shot every day. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got a show in the morning before you put your phone on. You got you listen. You're rolling your sleeves up anyway. Uh, At least the men are rolling their sleeves up anyway. So you might as well get a vaccine. Not sure. Not sure what the even say. Not about to make that. not to make light uh, of that. But let's talk about the uh, ongoing struggle to form a government uh, government coalition in Israel. How's that going? And it's important. I think it's it's vitally important to us here in our community, especially today, because. The, uh, the firm members of Knesset uh, from UTJ, who everyone knows what stands for and what it stands for now, and from Shas, and from uh, the um, Ben Gvir party, and the Smorich party, which is the uh, religious Zionists. Everybody knows they're going to play a major role in the future government of Israel. And Netanyahu, Bibi Netanyahu, was interviewed yesterday as part of that forum um, hosted by the New York Times, which included Sam Bankman Fried. Who else was interviewed? I don't remember who. Anyway, uh, everyone's concerned because there's so many religious members of the Knesset. Everyone is trembling that somehow religious law is going to be interjected into how the Jewish state is run, okay? Which brings us back to the conversation of a few days ago of Jewish law. That's great. What's Jewish? You know, so you have to go back and, and define all that. Anyway, bringing it up. Of course, the government hasn't been formed yet. As a matter of fact, he asked the president, Netanyahu asked the president of Israel for an extension of two weeks to form a government, and he's orchestrated things so that the Likud's not fighting with the with the religious parties anymore. The religious parties are fighting with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how he maneuvered it. Now they're fighting over who's going to have what ministry and who's going to be in charge of, and who's going to be in charge of the finance ministry, who's going to be in charge of the of the health ministry. So, but I wanted to say that Netanyahu said uh, he was being interviewed by a journalist Barry Weiss, um, who used to work for the New York Times. It's B A R I. She's a young lady, Barry Weiss, and uh, he said to her that don't be concerned about it. That the state of Israel will not be run by Talmudic law. That's the that's the that's what everybody is concerned about. I don't know what that means exactly, uh, I, because you know what, all of um, all of the world jurisprudence stems from uh, from the from the Torah and from the Gemara. And what is the Gemara? The Gemara is twenty seven hundred plus pages of discussion of different aspects of the law, and all the law that exists in the world is based on those discussions. So I don't know. I was thinking about it that it's. It's a, it, it placates secular journalists to say the state of Israel is not going to run based on Talmudic law. But guess what? All law is based on Talmudic law. So what's the problem? The problem is saying it, right? Very interesting if that actually happens. Well, you pay me to be interesting. 
So I'm doing my best to uh, be interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> oh, very interesting. I'm not. I'm being underpaid. I'm not being paid for very. Uh, there's a current scandal going on. <laughs> Apparently, there is a photo from 1957 of Jerry Jones. Yeah. The owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um, in Little Rock. Little Rock, Arkansas. Arkansas. In a desegregation photo. No, <sighs> so. And LeBron James had the following to say about it. Oh, please give me a break. You know what? You got, Here we go. Uh, I want to, let's hear what he has to say. I can guarantee it's not important. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong, or, or something that people don't agree with. It's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage. It's on the bottom ticker. It's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago, and we all make mistakes. I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under, like, oh, it happened. Okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. All right. Like he said, first of all, LeBron is not uh, a lawmaker. Nobody elected him to anything. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his. I don't think he's a great ball player. He's not even <laughs> as good. He's, he's not as good as Michael Jordan. Or, or uh, there's, there's, uh, there's much more superior ball players than him, you know? He, he's a big guy, and he, uh, you know, and he pushes people over, but uh, <laughs> when he tries to go to the basket, but he's not, he, yeah, he's a star, but he's really not, he's not a superstar. He's not a superstar, I don't, I don't think. I think he, I think he creates a bigger wind <laughs> than anything else. But uh, first of all, he said, he's right, it was 1957, and, you know, it's not right, of course, but there was a lot of ignorance about segregation and desegregation back in the the 1950s. So, you see, I can rest assured that um, one thing is for sure about what he said. He doesn't know what he's talking about, mm. which is usually the case. So you just talk, and you don't know what you're talking about. So that's not so unusual. What about LeBron James's support for the communist the Chinese uh, government and the fact that they have millions of people in concentration camps? And a lot of them are at uh, working uh, at slave labor, uh, manufacturing his sneakers. Oof. Uh, you know, so I haven't heard him say a word about that yet. And when he's asked about it, he doesn't. He doesn't respond. I got like Enos Cantor, Ennis, Ennis Cantor, uh, Ennis Cantor. Uh, uh, a guy like him sacrificed his career because he, freedom. He, he he sacrificed his career. He he can't play in the NBA. No no team will take him because he spoke out about injustice and slavery in China today, not 1957. So, so, so where is he? 
So you're not a fan of LeBron? First of all, you know, I, I think I've expressed it many times here that there's certain people that they, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, whether it's on, on, on basketball or vaccines. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's one of the great things about America, uh, freedom of speech, which, of course, is the, the current Biden administration is trying to suppress that. Look at how they're harassing uh, Elon uh, Musk and trying to uh, want to bring up on charges uh that he's uh, that he's uh, conspiring with foreign governments, uh, that he's spying on the United States through Twitter, that uh, Apple wants to uh, de delist him from the from their from their from their app, you know. So look what look what's going on. I, I don't hear LeBron uh, speaking about that. You think you take LeBron one on one? What? I could take him on in anything one on one except basketball. What else can he do? <laughs> oh, I mentioned earlier in the week that I'm going to two weddings on the same night. And here in New York, the weather was unbelievably bad last night. It was raining. The strongest rain was when we were driving across the George Washington Bridge. Let me tell you, those roads are treacherous. It's a, it's a miracle that I'm sitting here now. <laughs> I got to tell you. And then we went from Passaic to Williamsburg. Uh, for another wedding, and uh, it, it was very exciting. It was very, very beautiful to yeah? see. Uh, it was wedding it was very hopping. Nice. Uh, you felt I, young again. I met. I, 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 yeah, no, I felt young again. I'm still young. Number one, you're just younger. Uh, but uh, other than that, um, it was. It's. It's almost like a. It's like an eclipse of the of the sun. You know, How, what's the chances you're going to have two Mechatana making a wedding on the same night? I don't know. You know, I'm probably the only guy last night from all those hundreds of people that were there, and there were a lot of people by both weddings. Uh, I must be the only person in the world that had to be at both weddings. <laughs> from 1,500 people, there was one couple that had to be at both weddings, and, and that was us. And that was us. And you did it. Baruch Hashem, uh, so, so we did it. So, and you, 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 take picture, you take a lot of pictures and videos. I do. I sent a few. I sent a few pictures. I thought you were going to use it this morning. I I, I met uh, the guitar player from that uh, band that was playing at the first wedding. Ari Boyanji. Ari Boyanji. I didn't know who he was. I thought maybe he was working in the kitchen or something. Because I met him out. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. He walks over. We're walking into the hall. We're walking. We're walking into the hall together. And he says to me, "How come you're still here? I thought you're moving to Israel." I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. So that he thought we heard us talking about Israel. So, but then I saw him play. He plays a mean guitar. He's, yeah. he's good. He's got uh, control of that uh, instrument. And then at the other wedding, later in the evening, we saw um, um, Yoni, uh, Yoni Z. Very nice. Really jumping around. A lot of energy. A lot of caffeine in that young man. Uh, late at night. A lot of Diet Coke. And whatever, whatever he was drinking. I brought you home clips. You want to have a compelling thing for people to see and pass around the internet and WhatsApp groups, then you'll use it. If you want to go to lunch, you'll, you'll do that. If you want to see those videos, you can subscribe to my father's WhatsApp status. <laughs> but if you want to see actual news, go ahead, sign up to, me, to Daily Threads WhatsApp status. The link is in it's the description. All news. It's all the show news. notes nah, in, in, all in, news. in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. Shout out to Eliahu Lazar. You keep emailing us. Great stuff. We appreciate your support. And we'll see you tomorrow again with another episode. Tomorrow we will not have an episode. It's Friday. We'll see you Monday. <laughs>